17 minutes it is before 9 p.m. And uh, we go into our culture talk this evening here on Metro FM Talk, uh, which we bring to you every Thursday, uh, where we shine a spotlight on uh, people doing great work uh, in the world of the arts, culture, pushing the needle in terms of our own uh, cultural perspectives and cultural interpretation of where we are and uh, interpretations of the social changes that are happening every single day in our society. And uh, my guest this evening is certainly no different. Uh, Asanda Sizani is a creative director and, uh, yeah, working alongside the Soweto newspaper and streaming service Netflix, they put together a very interesting creative project here which celebrates the South African entertainment industry over the last 40 years or so recreating images of Maprr, uh, uh, Yvonne Chaka Chaka Johnny Clegg Tutu Zulu Mamtembinyandeni Harari uh, which of course had as its front man Prasipo uh, Hotsticks Mabuse and uh, many many other uh, I guess uh, projects or sub-projects they're going to be undertaking and she joins us now on the line to tell us a bit more Asanda good evening to you and welcome Evening, Ayabonga. Thank you for having me. Bunjani. Thank you so much for coming through and uh, joining us this evening. I mean, I happened to see on social media the uh, shoot that you had where Mamte Mbinyandeni was uh, there <laughs> in studio. And uh, I mean, it was just a fascinating intergenerational exchange um, and this recreation of very seminal points in our uh, cultural heritage as a society. Talk, talk to us about the genesis of this idea, Ivele mm. uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, how have you guys put it together? Well, I was tasked by Netflix with conceptualizing the creative vision mm. of this project, um, and it was off the back of um, Soweto's 40th anniversary, because Soweto turned 40 um, this year in February, so um, we wanted an opportunity to tell the stories that Soweto has told mm. over the years when it comes to South African entertainment, um, all the legends that they've featured on their pages over the past 40 years, um, and and for us to have an opportunity to also celebrate the titans um, of our South African mm. entertainment history. So it's a reimagining and also recreation of iconic visuals because we dug through the archives. Sure, and we can sure. imagine it's 40 years mm. of history, of content, of extraordinary visuals that have been created by some of the best um, mm. image makers of the country. Yeah. So it was an opportunity for us to celebrate them. You know, one would also think that uh, if you're looking at an archive and going back mm. that far, mm. uh, that uh, somewhere in the archive you tend to see maybe, I guess, patterns where you come back to the same place uh, especially in terms of I guess cultural trends in particular when it comes to like clothing fashion and that yeah. kind of thing yeah uh, yeah yeah talk to us about that yeah um I mean I mean fashion is is, is it just re- comes back again <laughs> you know when it mm. comes to makeup trains hair trains Fashion trains. You know, eh. many of our sisters are around because, yeah. <laughs> mm. And so that was an exciting challenge for, for me creatively and in briefing the stylist as well and briefing the glam squad as well, in that there are some images and some scenarios that I wanted us to keep true to that specific era, mm. like literally recreate. Um, because we see those trains even now today, it's still relevant. Um, but there are some instances where I, I, I really gave a brief that, okay, let's just give it a little bit of a modern twist. Sure, sure. This one, so that it, it becomes still relevant to 2021 and beyond. Mm. Now, Mum Tembi comes into studio. 
you you have to tell us i mean some <laughs> of the side stories that umma uh, was able yeah. to share with you i mean because ma- many of the younger generation might only be familiar with her uh, yeah. on uh, you know the uh, uh, i guess the show that's on on the other channel where mm-hmm. you know she's a gun toting taxi boss Mm-hmm. Uh, but um yeah i mean what were some of the stories she shared about the or- process of putting together the original image yes. uh, and what was happening in her life then um well that original image was captured when she was performing on amambondo in mm-hmm. 1985 um and at the time she was the lead choreographer vocalist um dancer as well on the stage production because wow. remember with these scenarios it's we we're going across um we're digging um through music through theater through red carpet moments through we're looking at beauty queens you know we're just looking at so many award ceremonies and concerts um that we've experienced throughout the years cuz so it really has captured and covered paparazzi and events and so many different social events over the years mm. as well so she was performing she was in full per- performance mode in that specific moment and she talked about that but what was great is how she talked about how she always wanted to dance she always wanted to perform and she always wanted to transfer that skill then to other young performers in her community so she's very passionate about um developing and nurturing talent and she had a long conversation with the young Tembi Nyandi mm. who recreates um that moment on set the tears the hugs uh, i mean it, it was just very moving and really beautiful to witness mm. and then of course my prr, i mean mm-hmm. no mom you von shout out to mom you von um i know she listens to the show shout out to mom you von um but but i mean that one for me is a fascinating story i mean it has all of uh, what i would call you know the stories of showbiz i mean from lambambo yes. <laughs> landing in wamashu stadium to an 18,000 strong crowd Hey, I'm mask just hearing that, you know. Um yeah. and then uh you've recreated that but also talk to us about I guess briefly the story of Obabumbuzeni uh, Zulu as well who took the original image. Yes, um so Umami Von came to set and when she saw the image because we had the image um um pasted on the wall, the original image Obabumbuzeni Zulu um on the wall and she walked into that image and she immediately lit up she remembered the day she remembered mm. the moment um and remember they were they were supposed to have been rivals you know rivals mm. in music and in pop culture at the time Brenda and and Mummy Vaughn at the time um so we talked a lot about the fashion we talked a lot about the day about how Uma landed on a helicopter this is this is 1989 and she's wearing a dress designed by the boys from Rosebank a brand called the boys mm. um very expensive gown oh. Um, Mummy Von's hat was purchased in New York Jeez. at the time. You know, it was very extravagant. Um, that particular wedding, that occasion, was very mm. iconic. And Ubrenda wanted it to be the wedding of sure, the century. Sure, sure. So we wanted to also have it as big and as dramatic sure, and as opulent sure. as that, but very 80s. And we engaged with Urabeleng Modutle, the designer, mm. to recreate the dress, awesome. and he gave it a bit of a modern um, okay. twist as well. Asanda. Hold the line there for me for a second. Okay. We're going to take a quick spot break. When we come back, uh, I want us uh, to uh, take a look at uh, the band Harari. And yes. uh, we'll uh, say a bit more about, uh, I guess, uh, their namesake, which is uh, the city of people who never sleep, uh, people in Zimbabwe will tell you. <laughs> 
Six minutes it is before 9 p.m. I'm in conversation uh, with uh, creative director Asanda Sizani and uh, we're talking uh, about uh, this tie-up here between the Sowetan and Netflix and uh, really digging into our archive, recreating it, giving new life uh, in the uh, current context and uh, certainly a fascinating project. And, uh, you know, Asanda, I want us to, to take a look at uh, Harari. Yes. Uh, you've got uh, Prince Grootboom, Dylan Vinfogel, uh, Leroy Safa, Kevin Stierman, Nitabo yes. Bereng and Stanley Lenkosi as, uh, I guess, the band. Yeah. Uh, and uh, always, I guess, a fascinating story. I mean, I remember a few years ago uh, going out to Zimbabwe and hearing people in that part of the world telling us the story of why Harare uh, went from being called Salisbury to Harare. And mm-hmm. this whole idea of, um, you know, the place where uh, people never sleep, the city of people who never sleep. And this band was named that in 1976, long yes. before, I guess, the city itself was called Arare, because it was probably Salisbury then under the Rhodesian government. Um, talk to us about, I guess, going back to that iconic band, mm-hmm. which in many ways, I mean, gave us uh, very recognizable, you know, uh, songs that uh, are very distinctly South African, if you think about, I guess, iconography of uh, uh, not only Sipa Hot Sticks Mabuse, but the entire mm-hmm. band. The band for me is just so exciting and so fascinating, especially from a fashion. Yes, the music mm. and all of the beautiful, amazing catalog. Um, but but the fashion as well, their style was really, really interesting for me and very daring um, and very forward thinking just in terms of the approach. Sure. Um, very androgynous also at times, which is ahead of its time. Um, I think after that Harari trip in the 70s, um, them getting that first pan African experience oh. and their eyes being opened to the rest of the continent, they definitely um, it it impacted their their sense of style. At the same time, they suddenly adopted a lot more African prints in the way they dressed. Um, it, it just really changed their perspective. Um, and I love that particular image that we found in the archives, where it's kind of in the fullness of the youth. It's just so fun. It's so lighthearted. They're sitting on top of this bus. Um, and you you weren't quite sure whether they're on tour or it's a publicity shot. But either way, it was just such a fun image for mm. us to, 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 to work on. And, and you know, when, when you work on something like that uh, and you try and recreate it, I mean, uh, you were mm. speaking earlier about, you know, getting some of the outfits remade and uh, yeah. given a, a bit of a, a newish feel. Um, yeah. And then, of course, there's the entire sort of back-end process. Talk to me about some of the photographers here, okay. uh, you know, Sipuam Shambi, uh, Austin Malema yeah. and many others. Um, I mean, how they really brought, I guess, this particular project to life. Definitely. The crew was vitally important for the project and every single person that's working on this was chosen for a very specific reason. And a lot of the people are people that are tied to either the publication, the weapon, or the actual icons that we're celebrating. Neon Zoma, for example, she she shocked um, Lebo Matosa a lot. She photographed mm. Lebo Matosa a lot in her heyday as her photographer, um, and Sipuam Mkambi as well. He he got he earned his stripes at the Sowetan. So these are people that know the publication, that know the people, they know the stories. They were there at a lot of these events that were taking place. Um, so that was really fun. And in terms of the, the wardrobe, yes, it was recreating, but it was also reimagining. And for me, the golden thread that I wanted throughout every single scenario was for us to have Sowetan newspaper. 
mm. in every single scene. Mm. So you see Soweto in subtle ways and in more obvious ways. For example, Brenda Farsi, she's holding a bouquet of Soweto newspapers, actually. Mm. Okay. That's our bouquet we made it out of Soweto newspapers. Tendinyandemi, those anklets, that's Soweto newspapers. Um, on the windscreen of that Harari image is a Soweto newspaper and, and Super Hot Sticks Mabuse is wearing a shirt that we printed from Soweto newspaper. Um, and there are many more um, images like that throughout the series. So that was the thread that I wanted just creatively for us to celebrate um, Soweto in that way. Mm, awesome stuff. Azanda. We're going to have to leave it there, Siswam. Thank you very much uh, for taking time out to speak to us. But maybe a last one. Uh, where can people see, you know, yes. uh, behind the scenes reel? Uh, I assume on Netflix. I don't know. All right. Um, it's, it's all the behind the scenes action. It's interviews. It's the photo series. Um, you can view it on YouTube. Um, Netflix Essays YouTube channel. Um, um, Netflix Instagram page. Um, Twitter, we've been tweeting the hashtag Soweto40xNetflix um, and also on Soweto newspaper. Every single Friday, we drop new footage and new icons and new interviews. Awesome stuff. Asanda, thank you very much. Thank you very much. That there is uh, Asanda Sizani speaking to us uh, this evening, and uh, she's a creative director and uh, yeah, one of the bright minds behind uh, this uh, tie-up between the uh, Sowetan uh, newspaper and Netflix, and uh, recreating some of the iconic images, uh, certainly uh, between 1980 and uh, 2001. Uh, anything uh, from um, uh, Brenda Fassi and Yvonne Chaka to Johnny Clegg and Dudu Zulu to uh, Mamtembi Nyandeni, right through to uh, the band Harari, uh, which had as its frontman Sipo Hot Sticks Mabuse. We're going to have to leave it here, folks, uh, this evening and uh, for this week. You have yourself a great weekend. Take strength, my Africa. Take strength, my Africa.